Spider-Man, Spider-Man Does whatever a spider can And spins a web of any size Catches thieves just like flies Look out, there goes a Spider-Man Is it strong? Listen, but He's got radioactive blood this is episode 559 for June 2019, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas, and that opening song is from the Six Tones Acapella group, uh, who are on YouTube, and they're, of course, covering the Spider-Man 60s theme. Very cool version. I like it a lot. Before we get to our reviews of ASM, I want to thank uh, people who make this podcast possible uh, through Patreon, patreon.com slash crawlspace, so thank you. To Robert, Alex, Mayor, Frazetta Hulk, Michael R., David, Eric, Michael, Scott, Brian, Austin, Kian, Zach, Jay, Stephen, Dom, Jonathan, JB, Taylor, Dowd, Jose, Symbiobro, Frederick, Patrick, Lee, Hefskimo, Alex L., hashtag something good for you, Laura, Nick, Thomas, Ricky, Stuart, Federico, Michael K., Stephen, Andrew, Christopher, and Craig. If you would in, uh, like to get some exclusive podcasts only available to Patreon members, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. And each little bit helps keep us on the air. Uh, you can also get uh, exclusive Spider Satellite reviews, uh, PS4 uh, reviews. Uh, also, who is the Centidemon podcast? We just recorded that. So that is a fun one exclusively for Patreon. All right, gang. Patreon.com slash crawlspace if you would like to help out. And I appreciate it if you do. Let's get on with the show. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our review show. We're going to tackle two books this month. We're going to do 822 and 823 of Amazing. And let's introduce the panel. We've got Neil. What's going on, Neil? Um, well, I'm sh- I'm shaved now, so now I look like a child. No, you don't. You look great. You look great. It Shaving is a good thing. No, it's, I haven't shaved in like, I haven't shaved completely in two years. So. Oh, wow. So this well, is there new. You go. There you go. Uh, someone who doesn't shave is George. What's going on, George? There's your segue. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my beard is actually, I think, dramatically longer than the last time uh, you guys uh, actually saw me. So what maintenance, what maintenance do you do on a beard? I've always wondered. Right now, for like the last year, not much. I, I've been a hillbilly. Do you, do you <laughs> like, trim it around? Like, I've never grown a beard ever. Like, do you trim it here and trim it down here or what? What? Uh, normally like, uh, when I'm employed and life is normal and, uh, and I actually have to appear like I give a damn. Yes. Okay. Uh, I, I, I use clippers. I usually shave my head, uh, with clippers and then, uh, with a razor. Um, and then I'll shave the sides, you know, uh, you know, get the, normally I don't wear the goatee this long, but I, I, I'm a wizard at this point. It's literally I've become Ben Kenobi. <laughs> I, I, I have family that doesn't see me anymore sometimes. So, I know that. I'm throwing out gold and Ashley's just like, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ashley, I don't have I, I, I don't have a segue for you, but welcome, Ashley. Well, here's a segue. I don't have a beard either. Oh my God. Surprise. Plot we twist. We could have just said you were a crazy cat lady, but <laughs> and there now we um what Ashley and George are the same person can truthers uh take that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Add another little log to the fire there. 
Uh, McNulty, who is eating dinner and watching us live <laughs> instead of being on the show, says shaving sucks if you go against the grain, Brad Douglas. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. I've I've nicked my head many a time early in the morning shaving it fast. Um, no iTunes reviews. No one has written a new review since April. So and and Apple said, you know what? I'm going. I'm doing away with iTunes. <laughs> so uh, you're going to have a podcast app on your your PC. So you can search Spider Man and uh, Crawl Space appears right at the top. Don't they already have? Don't they already have a podcast app? They're just getting rid of the middleman. I guess I I am going to have to download it for my PC. I don't have the podcast app. I've got it on my phone, but uh, I'll have to see what the alternative is. So uh, Ashley is going to do the first issue. George is going to do the second issue. Ashley, start us off with eight twenty two. A lot of vermin. Aren't you glad Jr's not here? It's one of his least favorite characters. Vermin triggers yeah, Jr. so got, much. I know, and he's all over this cover, so I'm, I'm sure he'll love it. No doubt. I've been trying to think of what to call this vermin conglomerate. I've got infestation. I've got plague. What I guess the black plague, exverminators. Yep. There you go. But, Real quick, and Zach is on the line driving. Hello, <laughs> yeah. hello Zach. Good afternoon. You're driving. You're doing vertical. Oh, oh gosh, he's late and shooting vertical video. And driving. And he's, and he's dark. I can't see him. Oh, there they are. No. That's also that's also illegal. <laughs> Ryan Reed says Zach after dark. No one wants that podcast. Does this make me an accessory to a crime now? Oh, my I guess. God. You just buckled up. What what are you doing, sir? <laughs> <laughs> what in the world? Well, well, at least you made the show. That's what you should say to the officer. <laughs> But sir, I'm on a podcast with my friends. <laughs> what do you mean you got a four hundred dollars ticket? Like a minute and a half from my house. Uh, yeah, and but it's nine twenty-one. We start at nine. The fans it, demanded it. But it, right, it, listen, I my mother came in very unexpectedly this weekend. I was literally trying to get out of the parking lot, and she had a very emotional. I have no I have no problem with that, dude. No problem with that. Uh, Ashley, start us off with uh, 822. What, what happens with Vermin? All right. Well, we open with Craven staring menacingly and dramatically out of the window as he watches Spidey get torn apart by the Vermin clones. Mm-hmm. And he has a single lone tear as he contemplates the test that Spider-Man must face and the task that he's laid out before him. And he's just so crushed by the burden of the task that is before him and what he must do. Mm-hmm. Wake up to the villains who are engaging in guerrilla warfare against the, uh, the hunters. White rabbit is acting as bait and luring. So uh, luring them out and all the other villains gang up and attack them. Someone comes up to the vulture and says that, oh, we're taking heavy casualties. And he tries to look like he cares. He smiles knowingly and says, like, oh, well, yes, there must be sacrifices. Real Great. quick. Hey, Zach, mute real quick. We hear a lot of road noise. Vroom, vroom. Vroom, vroom. There you go. Thank you. Okay, go ahead, Ashley. We come back to when he had been talking with Craven, and Craven is like, oh, yes, he understands that sacrifices must be made. You say something about thinning the herd and... You know, lots and lots of heavy, heavy foreshadowing. Peter is getting overwhelmed by the vermin. He says, MJ, I love you. And somehow he gets killed. He's almost killed by uh, the vermin squad. Yeah. 
and getting torn up. I guess this is just, I don't know. I really? don't buy it at all. You, re- you really think Vermin can take out Spider-Man? I don't I know. think so. I, I mean, really, really? This yeah, is happening right now? I don't see okay, it happening. But. Okay, they're ripping him up. And yeah, he's going into the light. He sees the light at the end of the tunnel. And I love you, MJ. This is it. But before they can finish him off... There's like a big fwee and they get called off and he's left and he fades into the next realm or so we're supposed to think I'm not buying it. What I, what I real quick, what I thought was humorous was he sees Craven approaching him, holding a gun from Rom. Doesn't that look like Rom's gun, George? The, the neutralizer. Yeah. yeah the neutral, it looks straight like I, I thought that's Rom's gun. <laughs> I mean, they killed him off in 2000, so they might as well use some of his old stuff. Yeah. Craven goes on some mess about avatars and how Spider Man's not worthy. He's too afraid, but Craven will make the avatar worthy again. We're back on this totem mm-hmm. mess. Craven apparently saw Eight Legged Freaks and was scared by it when he was a kid, and so he wants everyone to be scared of spiders again because they're apex predators, even though I can squish them with my thumb. <laughs> Spider-Man wakes up tied up. Well, I say tied up. He's not really tied to anything, but he's tied. He's got like a thing around his neck and it's got like a, you know, cute little tail on it. It's not actually attached to anything, but don't touch it because it'll blow up. Uh, and he's all <laughs> drugged up and it's like he's got some potions. He has some weird dreams about Craven. I'm going to have some weird dreams about this comic because <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Connors is there too. And he just kind of was like watching Spider-Man sleep, I guess, and wondering what the hell was coming off of his the thing around his neck. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'd be staring, watching too, and trying to figure out what the heck is going on there. Uh, Connors is looking like Bruce Banner in this scene too. Looks he, very he Bruce Banner. Pants. I don't know. I think it's the purple pants. Well, it's funny because <laughs> I was thinking about a Hulk reference later, and there's some so. Maybe that's intentional. Maybe he's supposed to be channeling Bruce Banner. There you go. Um, but yeah, so they talk. And he's like, oh, why are you here? And he tells him why is he there. And someone, I guess, was watching them and notices that they're, he's Spider-Man's awake now. So they start up the video projector. And they see that Billy and Felicia are in imminent danger. And Felicia is tired because she, you know, got took a laser to the chest and that generally tends to, you know, kind of sap your strength a bit. She decides she's going to rest against a tree while Billy goes on about his, um, his daddy issues. (laughs) (laughs) We cut back to Connors telling Peter about how they took a visit to Dr. Strange. Who's, um, I guess cloak is really taking after George's beard. It's wild. Yeah. It's all over the place. Um, and, Dr. Strange had confirmed that it is indeed Billy's soul, the real Billy's soul inside of the clone body. So, you know, in case anyone was wondering about that, confirmed. Um, But Billy had overheard because they brought him for some reason. I guess they had to bring him so Dr. Strange could diagnose him and feel out his soul spirit stuff. Um, But he hears overhears what happened is weirded out and then eventually like through some dreams he pieces everything together and like kind of remembers you know when his um dad floss his teeth with his tendons um <laughs> holy connects too much um uh, as he kind of waxes about like oh you know everything you would do for your kids because we're setting up i mean 
we're setting up something that would happen anyways and isn't really a big motivational thing. But anyways, so Son of Craven shows up to shake down Felicia and Billy and put them in imminent peril. Connors is, you know, feels wants to protect his son. He urges Peter to destroy his inhibitor chip, which is a huge thing around that because I guess he can't turn he can't turn into the lizard and like go on a rampage with it or right. they're the guards that would shoot him down and the inhibitor chip is in is uh, attached to his spine and if you remove it it would kill him so of course Peter has to remove it if he wants to save Felicia and Billy but oh no if he removes it then he would kill Connors has he not seen okay. Spider-Man 2 with that inhibitor chip right yeah. what's with the inhibitor chip didn't we have tritium earlier too That's I'm getting precious <laughs> Precious tritium. Precious it's tritium. This, it's what makes this experiment go. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so there's a whole thing about, oh no, what is Peter going to do? He's going to have to kill Connors, but he's not going to do it because that goes against his code. And he uh, talks about his responsibility. But Connors is like, no, this is my son. You know, you understand real responsibility when you have kids. And so he insists that, you know, Peter needs to do this so he can you know, go and save his son. So Peter goes and, you know, I guess slashes the inhibitor chip and it's supposed to trigger him turning into, you know, transforming into the lizard. I guess it's kind of like when you kill the Hulk in the event in the MCU and they like, you know, put him into an imminent life-threatening situation and he suddenly goes full Hulk. I guess they're going for that there because he goes full lizard, but oh no, he's bleeding there along with the rest of the plot (laughs) and Peter somehow feels guilty even though Peter this isn't murder this is assisted suicide and I don't really under like Nick this is a really complicated issue is this how you want to you know go you want to address this and this okay right at the end of this whole arc (laughs) (laughs) and Craven notices that he says that Okay, Spider-Man passes the test and he's ready for the final boss now and he's waiting for him. And as we're lying there looking at Lizard and wondering like, oh wait, without Lizard, you know, there's no plot and there's no way to get out of this really. So Nick remembers that the story is ground to a halt without him. And so (laughs) he gets up, he's okay. And he smashes through the wall because... Lizard smash. Yeah. Yeah. So what would your grade be? This is a C plus. C plus. George. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I wrestle with this one. Same. Uh, I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a B minus. Neil. Uh, B plus. Uh, Zach. I think he's dead. Okay. I, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm wow. Very, I'm very <laughs> Neil is studying to be a corner. Uh, <laughs> I think I would. I would give it a B minus. Also, uh, pros, Ashley, what'd you, what, what'd you like about the issue? I think there were some good conversations between the characters. I liked, um, Connor's talking to Peter about the importance of parenting and the response, like the different faucet of responsibility that comes from that. Mm -hmm. Um, I like the continued little subplot with Felicia being all, you know, having to dig deep within her to find something resembling a maternal instinct to take care yeah. of him. Um, really curious about where they're going with that. Well, but um, I, I mean, she could be a, a parent like in the video game. I guess they might. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just it gives me like a I'm getting a weird vibe from it. 
Yeah. I feel like they're going to do something with that later. Um, but there is that. There's the conversation with between Peter and Kurt. And oh, I feel like there's one other thing. It's on the tip of my tongue. Um, y'all go ahead and go around the circle if I'm trying to remember what it was. I, it's in my life. Yeah, go ahead, Neil. Um, I, 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 it's because they kind of set up Peter as like he has a fever and like he's not at full strength. I didn't necessarily hate him getting overrun by the vermin swarm, and he's had problems fighting vermin before. Mm-hmm. So him getting overrun by them, I don't think was too far out of. So the he's question. been poisoned by Craven. I thought he, that was he, next issue. So he's he, got it in the system now. He was he was drugged by Craven Junior with the gas, okay. and he okay, and he had and he had the fever from before he like, went out to search for Billy and Felicia. Like so. the Peggy Peggy Lee fever? Sure. Why not? <laughs> and then <laughs> the scene the scene the scene I love that George got it. <laughs> Never knew how much I love you. Never knew how much I care. When I put my arms around you, I got a fever that's so hard to bear. Craven gave me fever. Give me fever. Come on, YouTube, sing along. Fever all through the night. Fever. When you kiss me. Fever all through the night. Hey, George, Necro Sword. <laughs> I well, hate you like herpes. Uh, <laughs> Symbio bro, George, stop encouraging Brad. Yeah, don't feed the bear. <laughs> I, I will say this is the scene where Peter's getting dragged down. He goes, MJ, I love you. Like the last thing he thinks he's going to think before he goes out is MJ. And I appreciated that. Awesome. Like it could have it could have just been, oh, Aunt May, I love you. And no, he chooses. Like, remember how in Grim Hunt, it, or it was at one moment in time, it was retconned that Peter thought of Aunt May when he dug himself out of the grave. Mm. Now I'm glad that I'm glad that instead he's saying that he's thinking of MJ when he's going out. I liked that. Uh, I I I I think I'm going to amend my grade to a C plus because I I'm really having problems finding what I liked in this. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I, I the next one I can find some things I liked, but this one is just when I read it I felt you know we could have chopped it down by about three issues or so. It's mm-hmm. really padded at this that's, point. That's my thing is that yeah. this, this chapter made me realize mm-hmm. it made me, and, and I'm going to say some things and this is not a, a knock on Spencer at all. Yeah. I am still thrilled beyond words with Nick Spencer and his run on this book. Mm-hmm. I really and truly am. It, 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 he has been a godsend. Yeah. Um, not every story is going to be gold. Uh, I think this is a good story that could have been better if it had been, um, pared down a little bit. Yeah. Less is more, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Um, the in-between issues, uh, the, what was it? The RUs or whatever, or the, the HUs, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> this, this, it needed to be shorter because a lot yeah. of this feels like, seriously, it feels like, like this issue. I'm like looking at the, like the last, you know, last issue issue before that. And I'm like, it, it's, it's running together. Yeah, same in a lot of places. And I, I think part of that is because it's all in the same area. We've got six issues, basically, where they're in the same central, little zone. Central Park, yeah. And it's it, it, it's, it's, it's 
going a little long. I would and agree. we're at the point now where it feels like things are happening because they're supposed to happen. They're not unfolding in an organic way that necessarily feels mm-hmm. relevant to what's immediately going on. The consequences don't feel natural to what the characters are doing at the moment. It feels, uh, for example, like Connor's being there um, when Peter woke up. It's like, why is he there? Why are they in the same room together? Where? How did Connor's get there? Why did they just leave Peter there? Why is he just... Why isn't he? Uh, th- why did they just leave him there? I thought I thought that he was put there because Craven did that by design. Like he wanted Peter to kill Doctor Connors. Like in like on that last, second to last or the third to last page, or the fourth one where he and- says like, "Oh, you passed your test. You accepted your test." I think Peter. I think Craven wanted Peter in the same room with Connors by design. What one thing? But, I'm why, but, but, but why Kirk Connors? Like why this whole? Like, oh, this was my elaborate plan all along for to get Peter and Kurt Connors in the same room together so that then Peter would have to, you know, we're going to endanger the lizard's son so that Kurt would want to rush in there, but he can't because of the inhibitor chip. And then Peter is going to have to be forced to choose between letting, you know, not killing someone and then potentially, and, you know, being complicit in someone's death. But to save his son, it, it feels very, very contrived at that point. Yeah. You know, you know, one thing, George, uh, going along with your point where it's going a little long, that seems to be Marvel's MO lately. Uh, if you, uh, if you well, notice that the War of the Realms, you have the main miniseries and you have like four or five side ones. With this one, you've got the main story, which is Hunted. Then you've got the HU issues to add on it to get more money out of us. In, in I, fairness, in fairness, uh, things have been going too long since House of M. That's true. That's I, true. Or Civil I, War, you know, the the uh, side minis with that. What, Neil? I'm more forgiving of the Hunted issues because at the very least... The, the reason I'm okay with that is because the Hunted issues, at the very least, provide... Found, don't the, the Hunted issues have their own story while the Hunted issues supplement them. Whereas with War of the Realms, the main event has like nothing going on. Everything's going on the side issues, but then in the main event, they ex- it's sort of like Spider-Verse, where nothing's happening yeah. in the main story, but everything's happening in the tie-ins, and they expect you to read yeah. the tie-ins to know what's going on in the main story. I would yeah. say with that, it I, I agree with you um, for most of the issues, but when we got to the Vulture, to me, that's when it started to feel very bloated, especially because so much of the Vulture subplot carried over into the main story, and I just kind of was not into it anymore. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I agree know, with that. McNulty in chat has a very good point. Craven had to know that Taskmaster and Black Ant would fail to capture the lizard for his plan to work. That's a very good point. Mm-hmm. Very good point. I think uh, I think we've moved on to the negatives. I don't think many of us have many pros, do we? I th- I thought it was good. I think the problem is that it just ground to a halt. Like the original plan yeah. was for this arc to only mm-hmm. have five issues. Like this was be like the length of Back to Basics. But then for some reason, I don't know why they added another issue, but they did. I don't know. Wh- I, maybe if there's like a behind the scenes bit in the trade, they'll explain why it got an extra issue. But original, like the original plan was supposed to only have the five. Yeah, money. <laughs> We've got to have plot twist money. Yeah. Got got to well, get George, another three ninety nine. That's not a plot twist, George. We know that's a Marvel's MO. That's, that's not even a surprise. Actually, we've talked a little bit of cons. What's some of your main ones? I think the main one, just how this start has started to feel, um, it's lost a lot of its momentum. Everything yeah. starting to feel like it's happening because it's supposed to. Like, Peter's mm-hmm. supposed to feel conflicted, like be forced into the position where he's having to wrestle with 
the number one thing, you know, he, he, he wanted to do, he would never kill anyone. And so he, let's put him in a position where he's forced to choose between, you know, like, Oh, you're going to have to potentially kill this person. And if you don't do it, then these other people might die. Your ex, right. and, your ex and a lizard boy might die. Mm -hmm. yeah. Even though he's the one insisting like, Hey, do this. And like Peter Craven, that's not the same. This isn't, you, you can't put these on the same level. There's, yeah. you know, you have assisted suicide and then you have homicide. There, there's that issue. <laughs> of, there are, there's a, a yeah. hierarchy here. There, there's you can't of, yourself in the same way over all of them. Go <laughs> ahead, Neil. There, there, oh, I'm sorry, Ashley. I don't mean to, I don't mean I'm to, sorry. We keep talking at the same time. Um, there's an, there's an episode of the office, like in the last season where, um, Ed Helms' character, Andy, contrives a situation, and then he's like, oh, you got a taste of your own medicine, and one of the characters goes, yes, this is, an, this is a very awkward situation that you've contrived. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. that, 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 that does kind of reflect the, this issue in particular, that it's just yeah. kind of like, oh, look, you've contrived the situation. And I just always especially hate that particular pickle to put a hero in to force them to choose between, you know, what the, that one thing they wouldn't do and, you know, saving someone's life or, you know, doing the, doing the right thing. But when the circumstances around that are so contrived, like it completely falls on its face and I, it, it takes me out of it completely. One big con out of me, the artwork just didn't work for me either. Oh my God. The, no. the, uh, the one piece of art that really was like, to me, it was like, oh, this is not very good. Is the the panel right after you see Spider Man attached to the dog collar? Uh, he lifts up his shirt, and it looks like he's got uh, Stegron scales it's as an a six pack. Exoskeleton. Peter, yeah. Peter, Peter has patrician taste, according to George. He's got Stegron tech. Ooh, mama! Doesn't it look like he's got Stegron scales, George, when he lifts up his shirt for mm -hmm. his stomach? Mm -hmm. I mean, that just looks bad. I, I, I I'm not dig digging it at all. I mean, you could, cut, you could literally cut yourself on those abs. I know it's gross. Get some cheese. We'll cut. We'll grate it. Zach, we're hearing a lot out of you, but what's your uh, grade on it? Uh, this is okay. This is a story-wise. You know, it's a B. Okay. Artwork-wise, it's a C plus. So I'm going to kind of give it a B minus. Uh, this is not. Uh, uh, this is the the point where I kind of feel like we're getting a little too long of the tooth on the story. Yep. That's what we all said. Yep. And, uh, sorry for all the, comp my computer wanted to update. You must have a windows, windows PC. <laughs> you know? Um, and I'm like, really? And then my phone died. Yeah. So, um, go ahead, George. Uh, I, uh, um, I did have one, one pro that I wanted oh, okay. to throw out. Uh, I didn't get around to it earlier because you just asked me about somebody else's pro and then just sort of sit, glossed over me altogether. <laughs> um very sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, 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 I don't hold a grudge. It's okay. Oh, you don't hold a grudge. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? Everyone everyone laughing right now can kiss my butt. Even <laughs> Ashley laughed on that. Zach, one. what happened to Zach? That's he terrible. All right. Now uh, the one and Ashley's going to feel bad about laughing uh, about me because I'm about to say something. The 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 one character that has sort of aside from Spider-Man, whose story it is, that has kind of really stood out for me 
uh, and needed it uh, rehab-wise after uh, Slot's character assassination crap uh, is Felicia. Felicia, mm -hmm. I, I think this story has done very well by Felicia. That's oh, yeah. true. That's yeah. true. I wanted to point that out. His his rehab session is going on for Black Cat. Mm -hmm. Also, the lizard, he's trying to bring things back. Mm -hmm. That was another con for me was, oh, Billy's soul is actually in this clone. I was like, Zach, yeah. you're, Zach, you're our clone expert. Is Does that contradict or is it kind of just jumbled? Into Can the souls mess? go into clones? Let's go to the clone expert. <laughs> That's, am I wrong? This is this is exactly what uh, Ali was really okay, forced. Okay, this, wasn't is, it? this is this is where the the clone conspiracy reanimation re bull stuff. See what I did there, Douglas? Um, basically, doesn't work because you look at Ben Riley. You would assume that Ben Riley has a soul, no, even though he's a clone of Peter Parker because he's mm -hmm. got a different personality. He doesn't have Peter Parker's soul. He wasn't born. He was grown in a vat. Grown. There's there's babies being grown in test tubes right now. But they were also born. Anyway, you're right, George. Um, oh God. However, uh, I so I don't I don't agree with this notion that this reanimation of Billy Connors constitutes the returning of his soul. However, it is however, for a penny and for a pound. I mean, this is comics. This is this is deeply philosophical for a comic book. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah. I think I think the main problem is that like Peter David and Spencer have both had to juggle slots retconning of cloning, and now they're kind of forced to chew. They're they're forced to sleep yeah. in the bed that they've made. <laughs> it felt very much to me like a a, a heavy handed nod and wink wink to the audience. Like, okay, this is the canon now. Just so you know. Write it down. I'm like, how does this affect the story right now at all? How is this relevant? Like, do we really need to know this information? It was very shoehorned yeah. in. It, it, I, it was supposed to like be a sort of growth for Billy, but it didn't feel that way. It's kind of it, Billy and Felicia just literally sit down and explain what's going on. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's very I, I it's very expositiony for all the wrong reasons. I think yeah. could we all agree that if we take this chapter out of the overall story, we could still know what's going on. Did we need this book? I don't think I, we did. This is this is this is decompression at its finest, yeah, and when it, I mean when I say finest, I mean at its worst. Bendis would be proud. Yeah. You know, Bendis like the would. Main, be. The main takeaway from this issue, like the only thing you need to know really to get on to the next one, is the cover. And, He's and attacked you, by vermin. He gets overwhelmed. That yeah. that being said, though, I, I I'm not. I, I'm not going to like, like we just threw out a Bendis reference uh, to all the, you know, crap that Bendis used to do and all the packing. I'm talking, like the, I'm talking more about the decompression, like just spreading but, it out more than it needs to be. But um, I, I, I'll say this uh, in defense of Spencer. Uh, this is really for me, like the first point in Spencer's run. And, and, and it's, it's only because of the length where I have felt like, uh, yeah, uh, you know this is this is the big stumbling block, but I mean, up until this point, I mean, we we didn't really have a, a lot of that. Like, I think mm -hmm. like, like what the longest story arc we had before now was three issues. Five mm -hmm. was wh which one was five? The ba the back to basics arc where Peter gets uh, split in two. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, oh, yeah. so early on, but that at least had something to say about Peter. Yeah. yeah. How many so. months has Hunted been going on? Uh, it's been going on since I think March. It it just feels like it's been going on longer because of all the hunted issues when it was quadruple yeah. shipping. Yeah. So we're on month three. This could have been wrapped up in about two, maybe 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, are we, any other thoughts on this issue before we move on? I think we've pretty much gone through it. It's un, it's unnecessary, but I think it, it was it was fine. I guess it's just a shame because I was really in like this arc was set up really really well, mm-hmm. and this it felt like it lost all momentum here. Um, all of the pinch points felt really forced. I was not buying like, oh no, is Peter going to die? So there's no tension there. The foreshadowing was really heavy handed with like, oh, Craven's starting to make all these little illusions about what his master plan is. We're talking about the Avatar and the test. What's this test? And it's just like dropping all this fruit for the reader like, ooh, ask a question. Wonder what's going on. This is where an this is where an editor would be very helpful. Uh, well, right, we'll, Ashley? We'll, yep. we'll find out if we enjoyed this arc with the next issue when it wraps up. But before we do that, a couple things on YouTube chat that I want to mention before we go on. Chi-Town is wondering, how does one transfer a soul into a bag of flour? If the Pillsbury Doughboy is overcooked and burns, <laughs> they can make another one with the same soul? If, uh, Vinkman, I, uh, when I, George I, and I, I were... Wait, 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 wait. How do you think the Pillsbury Doughboy has lasted the decades and, and generations <laughs> as a character? <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to... Transferred a, one to Taylor. I'm, I'm going to take a shot. I, I think it's when you, when you copy a body, and, I, and this could be completely wrong because my knowledge of clone stuff is not up to snuff with uh, Flower Man here. Um, that <laughs> You're cruising for a bruising, boy. Did you just call me boy? Yes, boy. You're the youngest one here, son. <laughs> it's a stubborn thing. But um, the, the, the basic theory I think that Spencer and Slot are working with is that you can theoretically duplicate the soul along with the body, and then from the from zero point, you diverge the personality and soul from there because it becomes a different person after that experience. You because of the life. You because deserve it. A no prize for that one. No, that, 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 Matt, is there a concept of like heaven and hell? And well, we know that there's a concept of hell in the in the yeah. There, even, there, Hulk, even Hulk is dealing with that with like the there, one. There's there's what happens to their soul. What happens to people's souls when they die? I guess. I mean, Ben didn't Ben they, Riley kind they of go to Val- Hella. <laughs> but then, uh, if there's a new body made for them, and it's like, whoop, you're back. I think it, I think it depends on where they come from. Yeah, they come they from, if, they, if, if they're as guardian, they go to Valhalla. They go to Valhalla. What's the system yeah. of checks to make sure that it's the right soul to the right body? There's probably a bean counter somewhere. Uh, <laughs> this, this is this is this is Spencer having to this deal is, with. This I don't, is deep for a. You have to like take a test. I don't. I don't necessarily <laughs> blame Spencer for having to deal with Spence with slots. Dumb retcon to cloning. Is there like At, multiple choice or short answer? Actually, there's like there's like a DMV in heaven. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Real quick, uh, I have to mention this. Vinkman, jo- when George and I were singing Fever, he goes, "Whenever I hear that song, I think of Rita Moreno singing it on the Muppet Show." Do you remember that? That one, George. Ooh, Mar- Rita Moreno was hot back in the oh, day. Oh, brother! And she, you know who she was oh, singing oh. that with? Animal. Yeah. Oh, I remember that episode uh, so well. And yeah. she was on Electric Company with Spider Man. That's how we bring it all around. She was a spicy meat ball. Yeah. Oh man, Rita Moreno. I, I, she's beautiful. All right, uh, George, you've got the next issue. Let's take me through. Let's take us through it. Oh, goody! Your turn. <laughs> all right. Uh, no, we start off. Uh, uh, with uh, with Spidey, uh, Craven, 
has him uh what is it that that's on like is some kind of leash or something he's like what, what <laughs> it's was it from like spider-man it's like i, I like it's, to imagine no, that i like to oh i'm sorry I, I like I like to imagine you know those little backpacks that the kids that like three year olds have like the monkey backpack that has like a leash on it. Yeah, I like to imagine that's what Peter has. It's on a kid's leash. leash. <laughs> so he doesn't get lost. Oh, there's it's like a that, kid's leash. Okay, there you go. Like, there's like there's like that issue of America where America Chavez's girlfriend is tied down to a bed with a with a backpack leash. I just enjoy oh. this is my this one. None, none, none of us none of us really wanted to ever read that book, and you kept reading it like <laughs> unironic. Anyway, George Spider Man's tied up. Spider-Man, Spider-Man's tied up. Um, you've got Black Cat looking after Billy while being hunted by uh, Craven Jr., son of Craven. Uh, you've got the uh, what? What are we calling the the rich people hunt in the, the we- you know the Weekend Warriors? Yeah, the Weekend Warriors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, getting ready to square off against um, uh, getting off uh, vultures. All new, all different. Wild pack, bird pack. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and all the while Craven is, uh, is monologuing like a lot, like Craven won't shut up. He didn't get enough last issue. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's amazing. So yeah, Craven's monologuing. Um, and eventually, you know, uh, he pushes, he pushes Spidey too far. They start fighting. I love the fight cause they are, they're really pounding on one another. Yeah. You know, um, at, through different points in this issue, uh, not just not just here in this in this opening sequence, uh, they both get good hits in. You know, um, I did get stabbed in the shoulder. Yeah, well, I mean, this isn't Spidey at full strength right now. No, We've established right. that. So, um, Craven's kind of you know going back over events. He's there's a lot of like looking down at you, judging panels. Mm-hmm. You know, while while this and Craven. Craven talks for 17,000 pages <laughs> alone on a Friday night. God, you're I, pathetic. I am. I am someone who, I mean, Brad, you, you remember back in the days, like Wolfman Perez comics. Yeah. Right. The, remember. The, and like, the, like the, the villain monologues, they, they would, I mean, just dialogue period. They would pack like, you know, nine or 10 issues worth of dialogue, you know, into each comic. Mm-hmm. You know, compared to what we have today, uh, Nick Nick Spencer is giving that a run for its money. <laughs> With some, I'm not saying that is a bad thing. It's yeah. it, it, it was interesting to read for me. I'm just like, it's I, it's a positive for me because I'm like looking at it and and I'm I'm reading it and I'm like, this actually has weight, unlike yeah. what we had for the last ten years mm-hmm. when when people wouldn't shut up. This yeah. because like. We don't, ha- and, and it, it also reminded me of the fact that, like, during Spencer's run, he's letting Peter be the funny one. And other people are, because remember, like, a lot of times, like, in the last 10 years, uh, everyone was sort of competing for the gag. But um, but here, I, I really like that, that Craven is is legitimately menacing. He's like a James Bond villain. Uh, Ramos yeah. definitely shines with, like, the inks on Craven. Mm-hmm. He doesn't shine with the Spider-Man black suit. No. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Craven looks amazing. But go ahead, George. So, so Craven's getting in his head. Craven's pulling a Norman on him. Yeah, I mean, he really is. I mean, that's that's where Craven is with this. It's all it's all up in your head. And uh, Spidey, of course, you know, is is not at full strength. He's he's confused. He doesn't know why he can't focus. Uh, and then Craven t- talks like a holographic arcade, sort of like uh, like Emperor Palpatine appearing all of a sudden, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, in uh, Phantom Menace. Um, 
and also, uh, before I forget this, because I know I'll forget it in cons, I, boy, does Arcade have a butt whooping coming at some point. <laughs> right? Yep. All right. Anyway, uh, so Craven basically lays out to Arcade. All right. Here's, here's what I want done now. Basically, undo all the bad things I have done if Spider-Man kills me. Right? <laughs> and so Spider-Man's like... I don't kill people. I don't want to kill people. I mean, maybe I indirectly kill people with the lizard. I didn't mean to, uh, you know, um, Spidey's thinking of course, back, uh, back to MJ. When did, when did that, when it, it happened in issue 17 the first time, but now okay. it, like, he, he slashed him with the blade and that's gave him like a, they gave him like a new dose of the, Well, I was blade. thinking like, I was trying to think back like when, when the first time it happened was, was it one of his fever dreams. He like passed out and he's, and it, the fever had been going on since the beginning of this arc. Well, yeah. no, Cause I think in issue 17, like when Peter's diving into the cargo ship, like Craven jr. <laughs> pumps the room full of the green gas. Oh, right. Right. Mm. So, so Spider-Man, you know, Starts starts kicking the crap out of Craven, mm-hmm. right? Uh, really good fight. I, I I like the hits in here. It's uh, some strong stuff. Yeah, and really, I mean, he's really pounding him. But of course, he's Spider Man, so yeah. he, he stops he stops short of, of actually killing him. And Spider Man's like, no, this is how I'm going. I'm going to do this. This this is my solution, Craven. Yeah. You're gonna watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I like that. I really liked that. Moment. I did too. I really liked that moment. Um. You've got Craven Jr. kind of getting the upper hand on Felicia, stabbing her. Uh, she's down, about to about to get her, but then here, no, here comes the lizard, naked, naked lizard, <laughs> the best kind. <laughs> what? Actually, what? She doesn't like lizard with pants, evidently. <laughs> <laughs> what? What in the world? Of all the people. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my lord. <laughs> I'm broken. I didn't was expecting that. Oh, that, that, that that's 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 wow. Naked lizard, the best kind. The best oh, kind. We're supposed to just stop and move or move on. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to know. I don't want to know what kind of fanfic Ashley reads Whoa. now. <laughs> Man. Wow. All right. All then. right. So, uh, so Nick and Lizard's going at it with Craven. That yeah, doesn't sound so, good. With, with Craven Jr. Um, <laughs> eventually manages to get the upper hand on Craven Jr. and uh, rescue Billy, who he then turns over to, to Black Cat. And he turns into Barney. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Barney's dying for, yeah. And it makes me wonder is like Black Cat like gonna be like the new guardian for uh for Billy, Lizard, Billy, Billy Clone Soul, as I I'll call it. <laughs> Billy, Billy Clone Soul. Billy Clone I'm related. Soul. When I was, so, you know, Jack and I were in Costa Rica a few weeks ago, and we had a little cat that came to our beach house and was staying with us. On our last day, this cat went and caught this lizard. <laughs> killed it. And within literally about 100 seconds, had eaten the entire thing, ripped the head off, his body in half. I think this is related. <laughs> so, so the cat then, ate the whole lizard. I, I turn around and oh god, you can hear the bones crunching. This is a big lizard, like a six inch long lizard. Oh and then about hundred seconds later, I turn back and there's just a head, a little sack of guts, and a tail left on the rock. <laughs> Ashley's bringing the funny tonight, isn't she? <laughs> That's funny. I'm terrified. <laughs> horrible. What are you talking about? So I turned around and then I heard the bones crack. <laughs> oh, 
All I saw left was a head and some guts. Ashley, <laughs> I gotta ask, what kind of cats are there in Costa Rica? Cats the best kind, dude. The cats best kind. Man, like an iguana. So you no, can't kill like the iguana. Little, I mean, maybe it's like a baby iguana, a weak one. Poor God, gonna, <laughs> it just keeps getting worse. Oh my gosh! So I wonder where they're gonna go with this black cat and billy arc. Ah, I don't, right. know, I don't know, but if Felicia shows up in your doorstep, I, 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 I don't know how I feel about any of this right now. I, 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 <laughs> Ashley's just, uh, I, I really don't, man. Uh, Zach, uh, hysterical. Do you want if I save that picture? Like, I take a screenshot of your face right now, just like as a concern.jpg. There you go. Snap it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So, uh, so Craven starts laughing maniacally and that, uh, villain loses, uh, and it's finally like, ha ha, I was blind, but now I see. I mean, like how many times have we heard this? I mean, Norman does this like every other appearance, mm -hmm. right? The crazy laugh at the end and then turning it all around. Um, you know, like trying to turn victory in the, or, or loss into victory. Ha ha, you fool. This was my plan all along. Hey, Kaku. And yeah, and Spider-Man's sort of like, you, you're, you're nuts. You know, he doesn't actually say that verbatim, but you can see it on his, on his, you know, on his black suit face. He's like, you're, you're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. On, on his Ramos drawn face of confusion. So, um, then Craven, uh, being defeated, uh, orders the, uh, orders Arcade to shut down all the, uh, weekend warriors. And then Vulture's like, we won! I've led you to victory! You know? Yeah. Which was funny. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, and and everyone's like vulture, vulture. Vulture's like the new Bane, apparently. <laughs> um, Crashing this plane with no survivors. And then uh, you know we go back to Spidey and defeated Craven, and, and he's like, "I will never hunt again." But you know, the spider must kill me. I will never hunt again. He starts calling uh, Peter a beautiful creature. I thought that was so creepy mm. and cool. I thought that was nice. This is Did he look into his eyes when he said it? This is probably I, someone's I, fan fiction. I was yeah, I was like, he's 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 about. 10 seconds away from trying to kiss Peter. I, 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 George, wasn't that creepy? Well, hey, he does get into a suit. He little, yeah, he does. He does put on a, it's like, well, if I can't have you, I'll wear you. <laughs> it's like it's like silence of the lamb stuff. Yeah, <laughs> let me let me slip into my skin suit. Oof. Whoa, there it goes. There's Ashley's the first snort of the night. That's the second one. That's, that's the second that's, one. That's, 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 them all. that's three. That's three. She just that, that, was, that was mine. Three snorts. Uh, 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 that, that was that was my snort. I apologize, okay. Ashley. This, this wasn't your fault this time. Oh, if no. if we hear crackling of bones, we need to be scared. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, snort and then crackle. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't do that on camera. There'd be evidence. <laughs> so, so Spider Man runs off. By the way, that is what? a weird looking Spider Man running down the hall. Yeah, that's a weird looking Spider Man. I like Ramos the dart, but that was that's, I don't know what the hell that he, was. He knows he knows what Craven wants. He's just booking it. I, that's weird. <laughs> so, weird. so, so we have Craven walk back as he did in the last hunt. <laughs> walk into the darkened room with us with a. With a rifle and, yeah, a, shotgun, uh, and, and yeah. a coffin. It's not a shotgun. It's a rifle. Oh yeah. Um, it's a hunting it's a shotgun. Rifle, either. It, 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 it was a hunting a, rifle both times. It's probably a three oh eight. Yep. Anyway, so uh, and everyone, everyone else who's not me, Zach is like, oh well, yes, well, well. Um. Anyway. Um. So you see, you see Spider Man, uh, and then you see uh, Craven Junior. And Craven Jr. and, and Spider-Man start fighting. 
you know, uh, you, and you think presumably this is while Spider-Man's trying to escape after, you know, he just left Craven. And, and, and you, you look at this and you're like, second verse, same as the first. We, we've seen this before. Craven's going to crawl into the coffin and kill himself. Yeah. So we have a knockdown drag out with Spidey, Spidey. Yeah, and uh, and Craven Jr. Uh, and then Craven Jr. finally gets the upper hand, strangles Spidey to death. Except, whoop, psych! It's Craven. Yeah, what a twist! Craven dressed like Spider-Man, and his own son killed him. So presumably, next time we see a Craven, it'll be his son who cries the single the single tear. It is always raining, you know. And yeah. um, it always rains down in Africa. Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> I saw the rains out of Africa. Are you trying? I trying to do the Weezer cover. God. I was I was oh. waiting for it, and then, and then uh, we go back to the coffin, and inside the coffin is a picture of Craven and all the little Cravens, and presumably Skittles, the penny, you know what uh, is in there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I think that's his eighty-seven boys. That, that, those that are the eighty-seven about. boys. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the Skittles, the penny hooker is not there. She's dead. Um, George, what would your grade be on this one? Uh, I give this. I give this one a B plus. Um, only because. It made me think the ending. I was like, "Are you, really? We're going to do this again?" And then suddenly, I was like, "Oh, okay, did that's actually interesting." Um, yeah. I, I do, were, do you think what? this is uh, uh, Spencer fixing Craven? Because should he have ever been ba- <laughs> been brought back? <laughs> fixing? Uh, no, Craven should never have been brought back. This so is in, in, in a sense, it. this is this is Spencer fixing Craven by killing him again. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Let's go around the horn. Uh, Ashley, what's your grade on it? This is a B. Neil, I want to be generous. I'm going to give it an A. Uh, Zach, A, an A. Uh, B plus out of me. I, that ending really upped it because the art didn't. Oh yeah. Um, the, the George, your, your, oh, George, your pros. Um, again, uh, I I'm impressed with Felicia, and and I. I'm at a point where I'm like, what, what's next for Felicia? Mm-hmm. And I haven't been what's next for Felicia since the eighties. <laughs> right. So, I mean, that's, uh, that's interesting. Um, I, I liked the twist ending. Me too. I really liked the twist ending. Uh, I hated that arcade kind of got away. Our arcades got a butt kicking coming. Um, you probably like the fights between Craven and Spidey. I did. Those are, I, those are good. I, I did like a lot of the fighting. I did like a lot of the fighting, even though, uh, and, and I've, I'm somebody who's defended Ramos's art uh, before on the book uh, that I've liked it. And it's, it's changed over time. Uh, and we've noted that here uh, mm-hmm. when we've talked about it. Um, but yeah, there were some really wonky yeah, Spider-Man panels in this thing that uh, had me kind of scratching my head. And I mean, like, when when suddenly you look at that and you're like, okay, Liefeld does better limbs than you. It's yeah, you know that. I, I wonder if it's not because he's work. not used to drawing a black suited Spider Man as opposed to a red one. I, well, I, like, it shouldn't matter. It's the, no, it's no, the yeah, yeah. You're, you're right, George. It really should not. matter. It shouldn't matter. Yeah, it shouldn't. But it's just the the one shot where it's a low angle. Spider Man's bent over. Craven is looming above. Uh, you wanted to save them for one the ones you care for. You made sac- sacrifice. That Spider-Man looks so bad, just I, yeah, like I, like an anorexic oh. Spider-Man or something. The legs are so tiny. I I yeah, and I think he was trying to do like a uh, just trying to explore a little bit like a new kind of style or something. Like that. I just don't think it worked. I don't either, man. I just don't. I really but, don't think. It worked. But his Craven does look good. His Craven is powerful. Yeah, yeah. I, his Spider-Man's I, I, not- 
I love his Craven. Like he, I've always said that Ramos relies heavily on inks and shadows to make his imagery more powerful, and he definitely does that with Craven. Like the in that same panel where Spidey Man looks like he's gonna snap the if you twist him the wrong way. Yeah. Like Craven looks menacing in that panel, which is weird because it's supposed to be, which I guess is the point. But it's weird because like Spider Man's so poorly drawn, while Craven looks awesome. Yeah. What can uh, we talk about Barney the dinosaur lizard for a second? <laughs> you, uh, let's wait till cons. Is that a con? Yeah. Okay. Let's keep going for pros. Let's keep it together. Any other pros, Ashley? What'd you like about it? I definitely like the twist. Um, yeah. It did. Like I was kind of like thrown. Like wait, what? But seeing how it came together, it was a satisfying resolution for Craven's arc um, throughout this um, this um, six issue series. Yeah, uh, Zach, what were you, what were you going to say? Any pros out of you, Zach? You gave it an A. I gave it an A. Uh, I think that the 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 story had a pretty satisfying uh, first chapter of its conclusion because obviously the the prologue's next issue, uh, but the main crux of the story is over. Uh, I, you know, this is a redemptive story arc for people like like Felicia and Craven. Uh, we've long one of the things that I, I mean, when I did a episode talking about Grim Hunt um, on Spidey Dude, the problem that we had that I had with Grim Hunt in that in that story, and even I had the problem when we were recording it at the time we did this podcast. Was that there has to it, it has to mean something there had that if you're going to make s- such a significant resurrection, the stories that follow it have to be impactful. The only time I've really seen that has been with Norman over the last twenty to twenty five years, where there was a I mean when when Norman bought the Daily Bugle and made it be, that Norman Osborn was Spider Man's greatest enemy more so than the Green Goblin. Uh, there was there was at least a short term couple of years worth of stories that they were wi- willing and ready to tell. The fact is, with Craven, we've gotten a handful of stories, none of which have been impactful, none of which have actually been that good. Um, the the Craven story in Scarlet Spider contradicts a lot of the story here. But if you didn't read the Scarlet Spider, Christian Scarlet Spider title, then then you know um, you you wouldn't know that technically the curse had already been broken. Do we do we like the uh, the origin of Craven eighty seven the son? He's I mean, killed his father and now he has uh, a mad on for uh, Spidey because he's been tricked. The problem have, is, is is that we've seen Sons of Craven yeah. so often yeah that it loses whatever impact it might have. Yeah, the fact that we had uh, Aliasha. Um, Th- those were in the nineties, if I remember correctly. Yes. Ali Asha was late nineties. Yeah. Uh, you had the grim hunter, which was Vladimir, uh, which was a Howard Mackey co-creation with Tom Lyle right before the clone saga. He was ineffective. Um, Ali Asha had some interesting depth and then it was completely ruined by Ron Zimmerman of all people. Oh uh, yeah. The get Craven. Oh, you yeah. know, who, oh. Did, I think we talked about who he's dating or dated. Did you remember that topic on a news show? Yes, we were trying to figure out who it was, and we never could figure it out. No, I, I know who it was. Who was he, it? He was dating Cher. Of all people, he was dating Cher. That poor bastard. <laughs> anyway. Oh, Ron Zimmerman? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's dating Cher. Yeah. yeah if I could turn back Craven. Uh, if, we, if I could turn back time and take her away or Twitter. Um, <laughs> anyway, moving on. If I could find a fearful uh, symmetry. No, that doesn't uh, no, sound. No, no. <laughs> stop. If, if, stop. You stop. 
if the, if there is one place where rainbow shines in these issues it's the fight scenes because they yeah. have like genuine like heavy weight to them like the scenes where craven and peter are just slugging at each other that's where he definitely shines like the scenes where peter and they're, where they're just standing around doing nothing it looks yeah. ridiculous but like when they're actually doing things it's engaging i also like the spider-man that takes him by the head and says i want you to watch and he's still wisecracking a little bit as he does it so i think that's cool what? i mean that, that, that was neat and I'm, the twist really boosted the score because after the last issue, we needed something like there. I, Oh, I'm sorry, Brad. That's okay. Um, I, I think that for all the pacing issues that this arc has had, that the payoff, that the payoff in this single issue was very much, I, th- I don't want to say it was completely worth it, but it somewhat redeemed the pacing issues of the arc as a whole, mm-hmm. particularly yeah. because, particularly because again, it wraps up Craven's arc and it's the first major Spider-Man story in a couple of years now, or even since, 2007 where it feels like it's at least had a somewhat consistent quality and stuck the landing on its ending. Yeah. George, uh, any other pros before we go to cons with George? Mm. All right, let's go to cons. What do you, okay. what didn't you like George? Uh, again, uh, it, it, and this is a thing about the overall story. Uh, it did drag on too long. Yeah. Um, this would, you know, I, I, this would have been better as like a, uh, late eighties graphic novel, mm. you know, or something like that. Mm. Uh, one of those old trade paperback, you know what I mean, Brad? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. like, like, like parallel Brooklyn. lives. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. So you think this book could have been like 64 pages or however long those were? Yeah. And it yeah. would have been, uh, limited would, to that. And it would have been a lot better. It would have been tighter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I like, uh, I mean, I like, again, I like the ending overall because of the twist. Yeah. Um, it just, uh, it just did kind of go on for too long and arcade didn't get his butt whooped as well. And arcade yeah. needs a butt whooping. Well, you know, we got one more chapter after this. We got Craven 87 going after Spidey in a red suit and maybe our, maybe arcades in it. But it's already kind of gone on too long, though. Like we, uh-huh. we're, we've complained it's that almost, like it's, it's almost as if they were literally trying to pad the issues out to get to twenty five for that big, big, milestone. you know, milestone issue, which is really eight twenty six. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of get that feeling, and and really, uh, the, the problem is, is that the huh issues, while um, most of them were good. <sighs> it suffered from the same problem that clone conspiracy suffered in that the main story was not even really complete. If you remember, we, we complained about one of the complaints about clone conspiracy was you had a five part story and then you had to read Omega to get all to, to really wrap the story you up. You didn't have to. The hood issues were too dependent on the material at the beginning there. There's a way to do it. Now, if they had timed the hood issues so that in the main line, you know, they kind of teased one aspect and been like, oh, I want to know more about that. Like, I I think the way they did it with Gibbon was really good. Um, That worked. But then everything else just felt like an information dump and like, oh, by the way. And because of that, because it wasn't woven in organically in any way with the rest of the story, it didn't mean anything and so you were wasting your time kind of chewing on these other issues while the uh the rest of the story ended up losing a lot of momentum you know neil and zach uh, another upcoming spider-man crossover that is really padded is maximum carnage 
Oh, no, no. I mean, uh, absolute absolute carnage. carnage. Maximum Carnage was padded, too. Part two. Uh, um, but we've got the main book of Maximum uh, Absolute Carnage. I'm sorry. Uh, and then you've got these side minis. You've got Deadpool versus Carnage. You've got Scream. You've got... Uh, what, what's the one with the symbiotes? Uh, separation Anxiety. I think Separa they're separate. Separation Anxiety. Again. You know, you know what? I'll I, take crap George isn't going to buy for a thousand, Alex. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna give Absolute Carnage the benefit of the doubt. I don't, I haven't, it hasn't come out yet because it doesn't come out until August. But I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt for now and say that the main story will actually have some foundation and yeah, like actual content in it. And the and the minis will probably just be like supplementary material. Oh, there's also a uh, Absolute Carnage Miles book too. Yeah, nah, I don't care. Yeah, all right. Uh, any other thoughts on the cons before we wrap this one up? Why does I, why does the lizard look like Barney the dinosaur? Ramos, that's why. Ramos. I mean, I mean, why? I halfway expect to be like. Hi, Billy. I love you. You love me. And then, like, I, We're a happy I love how I love how I love how during the second line he just the volume just spiked and he just like like he was gonna blow out his base. <laughs> um, I do have a con: no Taskmaster Black Ant resolution. Mm. Oh yeah. Like Maybe. Taskmaster just kind of brings Lizard in, and like he's never he was never seen again. Yeah, and that kind of he went to the bar to go drink away. No, drink away his sorrows. Well, what no. I I collect the Punisher book, and Taskmaster was in there fight, fighting Frank. Yeah. So well, <laughs> well, by that logic, he shouldn't have been in Captain America either because he was there too. Oh, yeah. He was over in Cap too, wasn't he? Yeah. So Taskmaster went and messed with Spider Man, then he went over to Cap's book, and then he went over to the Punisher book. Oh, That's man. funny. Book yeah, yeah, yeah. My final thoughts on this. Um, this arc, um, while the ending was good, an ending can really only be the sum of its parts. So if you don't have good setup, you don't have good um, following action, you don't have a good climax, and none of all of that is building up to how you're going to resolve your ending. So if any one of those pieces is missing or fractured in any way, the ending is going to be impacted. So while unfortunately I think there are a lot of good things done in this ending, the impact of it was just really, um, you know, kind of knocked out of its socket by the previous issue and how much that jacked up what our characters' motivations were, why any of this was happening. And so... I like the arc overall. Um, I think there's it had a really, really great setup, and I was really on board with it. But to see it fall so flat is a little disappointing. But it's nice to be upset over legitimate story-related issues and not just constant stupid BS that we got to deal with with slot. Um, I, I actually, guess, actually, I guess what would your grade for this whole hunted story be? The entire thing, yeah. I hmm. as a big trade. Let's see. If I were a teacher and I were given this <laughs> as a creative writing assignment or something, I'd give it a C. A C? It, like, for that reason that I said, the, yeah. some individual parts are good, but when you don't have everything working together, it affects the story as a whole. George, as an overall hunted story in a trade, what would you give this whole story? The entire thing? Yeah, if you put it in a trade paperback and you had to grade the trade, what would you grade it? B minus. Neil? 
I'd give it a B plus. It had a really strong open couple opening salvo issues, and it kind of faltered for a bit, but it had a strong conclusion. So, I mean, I'm probably being a bit more lenient, but I would still give it a B plus. Zach, it's a B. Um, yeah. Look, I mean, as if you call this a sequel to Craven's Last Hunt, it's not as good as Craven's Last Hunt. Yeah, that's an but, A, I, uh, which I, is an A plus story. But I'll yeah. say this: this is the first Craven story I actually gave a crap about. And so the, in that in that sense, it's accomplished its goal. When, when, so, you, when you say the, when you say the first Craven story you've ever given a crap about, are you, t- are you including stuff like before he died or like just after he died or post and he got death. back? Okay, post death. Th- I, I think I remember liking Grim Hunt. You did, and we all thought yeah. you were stupid back I, then. I, <laughs> that's true. I, I think I liked it, but anyway. Oh, uh, I hated it. There, there I, is, would, I would give it a B because B is satisfactory. And this was a satisfactory story. It wasn't an excellent story, which is an A. Uh, it, it was above average, I thought. Uh, so I, I give it a solid B, not a B plus, but a B out of me. I, I, I kind of oh, I I'm think sorry. I remember, Brad, I think on Grim Hunt, I, I remember you liking it up until the point that Spider-Man ripped the skin off of the face of, of uh, She-Craven. Anna? I don't think I minded that. It, it was oh, brutal. No. It was brutal, but he no. stuck his hand and it wasn't brutal. <laughs> no, I he, mean, it was it, brutal. He ripped her face off. Yeah, but see, what are you talking about? It was they pulled a mark of Cade on her face. Yeah, brutal. And there was that a character. There was that whole, there was that whole awkward, cringy, Maddie Franklin goes off in a snuff film ending yeah. kind of thing, oh, willingly. No. I wanted to vomit. That was so bad. That's, this was Joe Kelly, if I remember correctly, wasn't it? I think yeah. it was either. Yeah, it, was yeah, it sounds like, like it would take Kelly to write something. 2000, like 2009, I think. Yeah, yeah, that, of that course, was, it was the early 2000s. When, when Kelly's not writing comedy. Early 2000s. It was, it was 2009. Mm-hmm. Well, right. well, well, let's wrap it up. Final thoughts, Zach. Go ahead. Well, this was a fun episode to be a part of, even though I was late. Okay. Neil, final thoughts. <laughs> I, I do have one last con that I wanted to say before. Okay. Um, the, the, the bit where Craven like just says, oh, well, you beat me anyways. I guess I'll turn off the robots. Seemed kind of... Anticlimactic. Kind of, kind of um, contrived, and it also just meant it's just kind of hand Peter a win. I mean, I, I enjoyed that Peter got a win and without, like, Oh, look, he has to... Oh, I can see myself in your reflection. Hi, Zach. Um, but I, I feel like there wasn't really a consequence to Peter not killing Craven. Like, I know there shouldn't be by design, but like Craven is clearly set up with like an ultimatum for Peter. But for some reason, even though Peter chooses neither, uh, he, Craven goes along with it anyways. He, he turns with the robots anyways, and I didn't like that. Final thoughts, George. I, I don't know. I feel like I've talked about it already okay. enough. I'm, I'm ready to move on. Uh, Ashley, we started with you. We'll end with you. Final thoughts. Uh, to all the little creative writing student chickadees out there, remember, story <laughs> is a series of moving parts. You mess up the middle, it's going to affect your end. So make every bit as good as you can. Every bit there counts. There you go. And if All you right. like this video, sh- like, share, and subscribe, and click the notification bell so that you, uh, you can be notified next time we go live. There okay, go. Paul. Okay, Philip. Good job, Zach. Right. We will be back, YouTubers, in about five, uh, about ten minutes, and we will uh, tackle news. We've got some. Uh, 
uh, obvious spider news stories, and we have some not so obvious news stories that hopefully my panel brings the funny. <laughs> All right, yeah, that okay. is a tease. None, of us, none of us are looking forward to the bringing of the funny. You bring in the funny. I don't have any more stories about if, animals eating animals. So what if it's, what what if it's morbid, Brad? What if it's I, morbid? Do you want to just I, make jokes then? I. I, I pitched yeah. a softball. That's the best time to make jokes, Neil. I, 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 I gave you a softball, and I want you to hit it out of the park. What the a- fuck? Ashley, Ashley makes jokes at funerals, just so that way it's not as uncomfortable. <laughs> you all want to hear a joke? Yes, I would love to hear a joke. Why did Sally fall off the swing? Why? Because <laughs> she has no arms. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? Not Sally. Oh, jeez. Oh. oh. Wow. Okay. No, knock. What if Sally was knocking with her head? Oh. <laughs> knock, knock. Knock, knock. Knock, knock. Who's there? Sally has a concussion. Knock, knock. Knock, knock. I got a knock, knock joke. Knock, knock. Who's, Who's there? there? Madame. Madame. Madame hand hurts from knocking so much. Uh. <laughs> This is, this, this is how the crawl space dies. By a knock-knock joke. God, Brad, you're a boomer. God. Knock-knock. Knock-knock. No one's home. <laughs> stop, stop. We're we dead already. Knock-knock. Stop. Please. Deja. Deja who? Knock-knock. <laughs> For having a literal dad in the, in, the, in the immortal words of Abigail Folger, who was murdered by the Manson family. Stop, stop, I'm dead already. <laughs> uh, stop, he's dead already. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed that episode. Before we go, I want to remind you one more time about patreon.com slash crawlspace. Uh, it helps support shows like this that you just listened to. Uh, also, as a thank you for supporting our show, we put out some extra content for you, such as the Spider Satellite Review Show, where we review books like Spider-Man Life Story, the PS4 Spider-Man miniseries, and even Marvel Team-Up came back. We reviewed that in the last episode. Again, available only on patreon.com crawlspace. Hope you enjoyed that episode, gang. 